guys, welcome back to our studio ZSL podcast. Today is a magnificently special day. That's right, we got a pre-roll here. You know, I first met this Ghanaian teacher probably about two years ago, uh, you know, while working in the epicenter of the city. And me and him, we didn't keep in contact too much until we uh, rekindled the relationship, uh, seeing each other again at a specific branch. And I said, man, I got to bring you on because, of course, him being from Ghana, me being from America, us uh, spilling the same blood in the same mud, going through the same things we have been through in this country. I finally had the opportunity to bring him on because, of course, COVID had brought us together once again for the third time. And then finally I said, I'm going to get this man on and we're going to talk about, let's just see where we go. So in this podcast, if you guys want to know how to perceive things differently, go on. If you guys want to learn how to not accept other people's limiting beliefs, this is going to be real good. He talks a little bit about Ghana in general. And the beauties of the country, and you know, I am just, you know, Western Africa in general, I just, Angola, you name it, uh, Sao Tome and Principe, I would love to visit all of these countries. And so he talks about that, and then he talks about going to Thailand in 2005, and I love uh, putting myself in the shoes of other people, and seeing what he saw in 2005. He said, man, this place was wonderful. People were very welcoming in 2005. And I said, that's very interesting because going to 2013, things just got a little different. And you could only imagine what I've been through, but how I perceive things differently now. Man, this is a journey like no other. This is a journey where they're, 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 we call it black excellence. okay? Although I do not refer to people by the color of their skin rather than the character that is manifested within one. But this is going to be a fantastic one. Guys, I hope you enjoy this. Let's tune into it. Guys, welcome back to Arsenio's ESL podcast. And again, you guys have already heard the introduction. Without further ado, Afari, my man from Ghana, thank you so much for tuning in. Okay, thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, uh, thank you for having me on your show. Uh, I feel, uh, you know, like a great man now to be on a great show. Yeah, yeah. okay, just uh, tell you a little bit about myself and my country, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, as you said, I'm from Ghana. Ghana is a a country in the west of Africa, you know, west of Africa. Um, Ghana has a population of about 30 million, you know, not that big, okay? Uh, But we are blessed with uh, a lot, a lot. Think of uh, anything like gold, uh, bauxite, whatever. We have women and men and, you know, we have all the natural resources you can think about. Yeah, so um, I was educated in Ghana. Uh, I didn't actually go to, the, to, to a good school, you know. I, <laughs> I just went to one of the schools, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Ghana is basically a Christian country. We, we still have uh, Muslims and uh, we all live together and some traditionalists, you know. Um, Ghana is a, a place that, um, I mean, it's a place that anybody should try to, everyone should try to visit. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't kind of regret it, you know. Yeah. It's a nice place, very beautiful place, with a very nice culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I would say that Ghanaians travel a lot. They travel a lot. So even if you can't speak English, when you get there, we can get you somebody who speaks your language. <laughs> hey, you guys speak English. Yeah. Is that your number one? Uh, your primary uh, language. That's our language. official language okay. because. Uh, we were colonized uh, by the English, oh so I think it's good. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I feel it's good, you know, it's good yeah, because yeah. Uh, I, I can speak English now because of the colonization. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, as I said, um, you, we need to always look at the positives. You know, yeah. um, it's it's not that bad. Um, I feel the British developed Ghana a lot. You know, they they did their best. Uh, though they didn't know it will benefit us. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. we are gaining from it. Yeah, I, I want to say that, yeah. And so if you go to Ghana, we have many old castles uh, that were left behind by the British. Uh, in fact, not only the British, I think uh, some people were there before, the Portuguese and the rest, you know. Yeah, so we have like a very 
beautiful culture. Yeah, you can see a mix of uh, African and also some European, you know, artifacts and uh, let's say buildings, right? Um, Ghana um, is a country that is seeking to rediscover itself now, you know, uh, trying to do well economically. And uh, I, I think we have been very slow in uh, uh, kind of developing our country, yeah. but we kind of sitting up now uh, because we've seen that, yeah, the whole world is not looking for anybody to come and develop, I mean, his, I mean, his country. We just have to uh, get up and, uh, you know, uh, work uh, very hard to kind of make a, a good country for the future. Yeah. So I think uh, our children are going to have uh, a very good country uh, in the future because uh, most people understand education now, you know, uh, it's a right for every kid uh, to, to have good education you know it's a right uh, it's not like a preserve for the rich no you should be Ghanaian and you you go to school it, sh it shouldn't be a problem uh, i think uh, we also have like a free education up to um the uh i would say the high school level right it's free so nice. you can uh yeah even university education is not expensive it's it's uh, very cheap and affordable. Uh, that is where I feel like uh, we're not doing well enough because uh, talking about Thailand, where I work or I live and work, I think the Thais have been able to utilize uh, their land, their, their culture and their country very well when it comes to education. Because you find most of the top universities in USA, England and the rest, you know, having strong representation in Thailand, you know, yeah. that is through agencies or whatever, and they kind of recruit students. And now they're even doing some, uh, they're having some campuses here, you know, like uh, there is a very good school, ABAC, uh, Assumption, okay, it's Australian, and uh, even there are some US uh, universities in Wahin or in Bangkok which is very good, but you don't see the same in Ghana. Ghana is like still, you know, behind when it comes to uh, using, you know, what the world offers to our advantage. No, we're not able to capitalize on that. And uh, that is one thing that kind of pushed uh, most of us out of Ghana because we, yeah, we wanted to uh, kind of seek uh, greener pastures outside, you know, um, I, for one, uh, wanted to go to Australia. Australia was my destination, yeah. Yeah, but um, I think um, I wanted to just use Thailand like a, a stepping stone, yeah. I came here in 2005, you know, 2005. Wow. Yeah, long time ago. Uh, right after the tsunami, you know, right after the earthquake or the tsunami, yeah. Yep. So um, many teachers left, uh, and so there were many vacancies, you know, like, uh, right now, so, yeah, and uh, a friend kind of uh, told me, um, yeah, there are many jobs in Thailand, and I thought, okay, I'll work there for some few months and then save enough to go to Australia to further my education, you know. Yeah. And then maybe after that, go back to Ghana as a professor or as a lecturer, or, you know. But one thing is that it's very easy to come to Thailand, but difficult to leave. I don't know if you, you have observed that. <laughs> I don't know. But for How me, I think... at the beginning compared to now? Yeah. What do you think about the beginning? Because 2005, again, me and you speaking from a, a, a different perspective, compared yeah. to what it is now. How was it, you know, living here compared to Okay, um, I think uh, in 2005, um, personally, I think it was cool. It was good. Oh. Um, yeah, the, the, I mean, we, we had much freedom and uh, you could just, uh, you know, though the ties were not used to the dark skin, but they never discriminated. Okay, the, for discrimination, 
it's, it's all over the world, you know. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah, yeah, in yeah. Ghana, we discriminate against other Ghanaians. So, okay. yeah. Yep. Um, but I think uh, now it's kind of, uh, hmm, I, I wouldn't say it's that bad. It's, it's, it's okay, but not as compared to the past because of the, you know, the governance that they are undergoing now. Like they have a semi-military kind of government. Right. which tries to kind of uh, instill their, you know, their, their doctrines or kind of try to make everything tie, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that is what is making, you know, it's not even easy for the ties themselves. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that, that, that is what is having effect on us. But aside that, you know, everything has been very good. Yeah, very good. Because um, in the past, uh, visas and other things were not difficult to kind of uh, get, you know. We could do border runs. You could just uh, take a van and then go outside and come back and you get your visa. Ex explain but, to people what a border run is for those people. Oh, a, bo a border run is like, <laughs> uh, you know, Thai law. When your visa expires, you don't have to be in. You have to go out and, and kind of get a new visa. Yeah. So you just go out of Thailand, but uh, you go to the border where Thailand shares a border with another country. You, yep. So today you, you are out of Thailand and then after 15 minutes, you're back. <laughs> you know? so that's a, a border run. You, yeah. you run back, you know. <laughs> you run out and run back. So it's a border run, you know. <laughs> that was well organized in the past. Like there were vans always at Sukhumvit, you know. Uh, and Kausan Road, where most foreigners were kind of concentrated. Uh -huh. And um, they organized, you know, tours, you know, to these neighboring countries and sought your visa out for you. And so it's just like a flat rate. You pay, you go out and come back like, with your visa in your hand. Yeah. It's about a five, so, six hour return to the camp. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes, yes. I was very good uh, at that time, but well, they, they found some problem with it because uh, uh, I understand uh, many criminals from other countries were just having it too easy to, you know, live in Thailand. Yep. Yeah, so they had to make it difficult for the good ones now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Know. yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's good. It's just good uh, once you have a job and uh, you know, you properly registered, you can still get your visa to, to work. Yeah. Right, it's, it's right, right. Not that bad. Yeah. Oh, man. So, okay. So, when you come in here in 2005, yes. Again, you emphasize in saying that, okay, Thais weren't really, they, they, they were completely unaware. Not, I wouldn't say unaware, but they weren't used to us colored folks. And yes. so, I would have imagined. That in 2005 I thought it would be more difficult but then when technology had become more prevalent and I came here in 2013 next yeah. thing you know between 14 and 16 those were the worst years like there was continuous oh what was that lady that said on that Netflix film um 13 she said there was a over an over I want to say let's say an over consumption of material happening on TV yeah. It starts to black being vindicated and being equated to failure, being equated yeah. to something bad. So then in 2014, 15, 16, those were the most difficult months of my life because you can only imagine, you know what I mean? But And why is that? What, what's your opinion on that? Um, I, I, just want, I just want to clarify something that here is just... Uh, a country of almost like 65 million, but it belongs to just a few, uh, if you want to know the truth, okay? So there are few just kind of keep the lot checked by showing them negative stuff from, yep. you know, Damn. sometimes America, they want them to have a sense of belonging. Yep. Uh, they want to kind of boost their confidence in the decaying you know economy or whatever so that they don't complain so what they do is they try to show them very primitive things yeah. let's say from africa uh 
things that were going on like 1940s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They will edit it and then uh, just uh, let them watch it as if like, hey, you are not happy with your condition now, but look at how some people are somewhere. Look, they can't even get water to drink. Uh, you know. So what I, I would say is that um, they couldn't they couldn't use European countries. They couldn't use USA or UK or they couldn't use the Western world because most of the Thai women were married to you know uh, people from uh, the Western countries. Yep. Uh, so they had to go to like places um, where the people are not many here and sometimes don't even understand the language. You understand, mm. so that it to make the the ties have confidence in the in the in the governance or in the system. Uh -huh. So I would say that they use some kind of uh, propaganda, you know, try to kind of brainwash the people. And it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, among the lot, they could only use the blacks because uh, we, we, we don't have like proper representation here. You know, m most African countries don't have uh, even embassies in Thailand. We don't have. Uh -huh. So, you know, yeah, I, I think they, they researched and they knew, okay, we could do this. But aside that, I could speak the language and I, I interact with the people and they always tell me, oh, Tisha, we don't hate blacks, but we are scared of blacks because most of the movies we watch, oh. uh, the black people are like the, the villains or yeah, they, they're doing the bad things. But then after interacting with them, they will tell you, oh, we like Will Smith. Oh, I, I, we think he's cool. And you feel like, oh, but he's black. And they feel like, no, 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 he's not, you know? So it's just like the black is associated with evil, but any good black person is not black, <laughs> you know? <laughs> what, what, what oh, I, want to say, yeah. I got you, I yeah, got you, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So <laughs> any good black person, they're it, not, not considered black. black. Uh, yeah, black people who are black, they're normally the bad ones. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how they've been able to drill it down. But I will also say that I don't blame them. Mm. Um, most black people who lived in Thailand, uh, right from 2005, yeah, were into, uh, you know, because I, I would say that that people came here, uh, with a notion that they will be accepted, you know, they could find jobs and, but then they got here and they realized that no, no, no. So most of them were trapped into like illegal uh, drugs, or let's say uh, drug business and the rest. So I, I will tell you, I'll tell you, and this is my fact, uh, I can defend this anywhere, you know. Um, it's even convenient for the Thai police to just get any black person put him on TV and say that he was caught with drugs, even if he had not, <laughs> I mean, done that, the yeah. guys who believe yeah. him, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, there is, you know, I wouldn't blame them. I just yeah. feel like um, we have also not been able to kind of put out like a very good picture of painted we've not been able to paint, paint like a very good picture of ourselves um in that when you go to work and the, the students think like oh he's a good teacher the next day you come to school you see that they've arrested some black guy and it, it kind of wipes all the good things you've done you know the previous years and now it's like one black guy is on tv and that one may be you know his brother, and they and they think we are all the same. Uh -huh. You know, uh -huh. I I see you, uh, um, you know, I see you like a white man, right? You are white, uh -huh. but they see both of us the same. But but I know you're not my color, you know. Uh, right, it, it, it's the same. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. So what I uh, the way forward is um, to have like a, a positive mindset mm -hmm. and understand that um, nobody hates a good person. Right. Uh, you know, it's very difficult to hate a good person uh, because you cannot gather much support to hate a good person. You understand? Uh, so if we kind of um, 
kind of live good lives here. You are a teacher, I'm a teacher. You know, we just stick to, you know, what we're doing and we do it well. Uh, very soon, uh, we will not no more be blacks. You know, we'll be we'll be seen as good blacks. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. So, but if we kind of, you know, most people come here to, you know, I'll I'll give you one uh, thing that I saw when I I traveled to Singapore with my students. I went to Singapore about ten years ago. We went to uh, Singapore for an English camp with mm. Thai kids. And uh, we went, I'm not sure, I think we went to the Universal Studio, uh, Universal Studio, and there were many people, you know. Mm -hmm. I saw, I think I had not, you know, met any black guy by that time, you know. And the only black person I met, he had his pants down up to his thigh, <laughs> you know, and his underwear was all over the place. <laughs> and, you know, I felt so bad as a as a black person because, yeah, yeah, already you you are black, you know, you already you are right. black, and you yeah. painting yourself black again. So, you painted yeah, yourself black. Yeah, yeah, one of the students asked me, "Tisha, do you know him?" Said, no, never. I don't think I would ever know him. You know. Yeah. So. Oh my God. Uh, had he been like a good person. Yeah. Then it's like two, you know, blacks, you know, around. But now it's like uh, two black bad guys, you know. <laughs> we can't be good anymore. Because that one is bad. You are bad too. No matter how bad you try. They put you in yeah. the box real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that's basically, for me, for me, I must be frank with you. I've not experienced like any bad, like, extremely bad thing in thailand no i've never experienced anything like that um probably because of my i wouldn't say religion but my beliefs you know i would say my beliefs because um you know you are you are trained uh to live uh let's say a, not a perfect life but a good life good enough to be able to fit into the society and this is what uh, has kept me going, you know, as, as, you know, people always look at me and they say, yeah, why, why are you not like the other one? Uh, and I get a chance to tell them, okay, we, we're different because our mothers are different and, <laughs> and I can't be like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Let's joke with them. And yeah, so it's not, it's not bad not all that bad here you know yeah yeah some positives yeah there have been um you know and i was just telling you about how my transformation had taken place at the beginning of april um yeah but there were times that you know if you go to areas such as Rakamhang, which is an area yeah. where a lot of africans are uh you know six years ago uh you know i was approached by unmarked cops and they were asking me for my passport now at that time i didn't understand what was happening all they did, they just had badges. I didn't see the actual immigration jackets. Yeah. And I'm like, and they were asking me, do you have drugs? And they were looking at my visa. And I was like, what's going on here? So while that was happening, I was like, you know what? Okay. Again, I was talking about, you know, 2014, but you can only imagine what an experience like that can do to someone going forward with putting the entire population and holding the entire population accountable for that one situation. But one thing that I love, the last time I saw you, or like the second to last time I saw you, we were chatting it up. And then, uh, uh, you know, a parent and her son came in. And this kid was speaking like perfect English. And I was like, yeah. I was like, hey, man, where, uh, what school do you go to? ISB. So for those of you who don't know, International School of Bangkok, this is one of the most prestigious uh, international schools in Asia, by far, by far. Yeah, very um, good. But so great. his mother comes in, she's sitting there. I'm like, where are you from? We're from China. So here is Afari from Ghana. Here I am, two color individuals, just painting the picture, speaking to Chinese people of 
a very wealthy background at one of the best international schools in all of Asia. I just yeah. felt like times are changing. You yeah. know what I mean? And we can no yeah. longer, well, and again, like from my transformation, I no longer care about anything that has happened in the past. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just so grateful for it. But looking back in those moments and looking back at that particular moment, that kind of just restored my faith in a lot of it. But at the same time, look at the mindsets of three different layers of far yeah. Yeah, government schools, private schools slash bilingual schools and international yeah. schools. All of them operate on different paradigms. Different levels. Um, I just feel like, um, you know, the cops coming to you to ask you uh, whether you were carrying drugs or not. Um, it's all, you know, part of ignorance, you know, uh, it's ignorance. Um, but once you don't do that, once you don't do that, um, if you keep your calm, you can prove to them that, yes, there is, you know, one black guy not into that. And, um, I went to Carlson Road, uh, like 13, 13 years ago with a friend, I am, and, um, the cops stopped us, you know, it was like around 10 p.m. And uh, straight away, they asked my friend for his passport and he, he, he's Swedish, so he showed a copy of his Swedish? passport. Interesting. Yeah. And it got to me, right? It got to my turn and they asked me, uh, where's your passport? And I tried to show a copy of my passport. They said, no, we want the original. Yeah, so I told them, okay, we just came back from English camp and we, we came here to, you know, uh, eat and then go back home. So I didn't bring my passport. They said, yeah, you have to show. And my friend was pissed off, like, hey, you asked me for my passport. I showed you a copy and you were cool with it. Why, why wouldn't you take his? And they said, no, for these guys, they have to show us the original. Whoa, there's a law that all black people must show yeah, original. Yeah, um, um, you know, I didn't kind of, I didn't kind of uh, wrestle with them. Okay. So I, I understood that this is Asia, you know, you are American. So let me teach you, let me, let me, let me give you some Asian lessons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in America, you make the laws or uh, in Western world, you make laws for people general, you know, and. <laughs> Uh, but here, you know, we, we have different levels of laws and you must know this. You have to learn it. Once you've been here for some time, you have to understand it <laughs> yeah. and, and try to, you know, uh, suck it in, you know, because uh, it's not that easy for them, you know. So they feel like, okay, for the Blacks, let us make it a little bit tough for them to, you know, bring all their families here, <laughs> you know, because... They, they, they wouldn't gain from us financially, you understand? So one, one politician once talked to me and said, look, if your people want us to see you like the Westerners or see you like the Europeans, you have to invest in our country. You understand? Yeah. You have to try to show your presence here. You cannot just come here, work and, and send it home, you know? So I just want you to understand that they don't actually hate us, but they, they sometimes feel like we're not contributing to their economy. We're not, we're not actually, you know, making a positive contribution. Um, so all these things that they throw at us, sometimes it's not, it's not necessarily hatred, but it's just like a nice way of telling you to just go home. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is, which is good for me. Because, you saw what uh, happened out there in China. Now, I, yeah. now, for all my Chinese folks that listen to this podcast, this has nothing to do directly towards you. But again, the unrest that was happening in Guangdong out yeah. there um, in one of the provinces, yeah, the province Guangdong, and how they were literally evicting people, not, not only of Africa, but we're talking about any person of color, kicking them out because of, uh, I don't know, whatever the news had told them. I'm not sure what the whole story was, but... Um, yeah, when you said, yeah, just go home, it reminded me of that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. again, I've I'm seen, very... I've seen, 
I've seen some videos around, you know, I've seen a couple of videos. Um, I'm not quick to, you know, you know, make any pronouncement because uh, I know my people. Yeah. I'm not saying that the Chinese are good either, no. But uh, I just feel like I would like to get to the bottom of the whole situation because for all you know, one person did something. Yep. For all you know. And I, as I told you, Asians are different. Yeah. In America, in Western world, you make laws for all people here, no. So if one person goes to misbehave, mm. trust me, in Asia, it will affect all of you. Mm. And that's one thing we have to learn quickly when we come to Asia, mm. not only in Thailand, but the whole of Asia. If you live there and you don't comport yourself, it's going to affect all the people of your kind. Uh, let me give you one typical example. Um, I think 10 years ago, if, I'm, if my memory serves me right, a Canadian man was teaching in Chiang Mai, the northern part of Thailand. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, was involved in some in indecency with some young guys, you know, some young males. I've heard right? this many times. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the government came out the following day to say that we're going to check all foreigners. <laughs> okay, but I, I'm so happy he was Canadian because if if he I mean if he was not from Canada and he was an African, then to make a law for the Africans. But he 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 was Canadian, so make a law for all foreigners. You know, <laughs> so that's where you know the, the whole thing. Uh, yeah. And they told all of us, okay, the next time you come for your visas, you should prove or you should show a proof that you have uh, gone for a training, a three weeks training uh, for Thai culture. You, you should go for some training, <laughs> yeah. But you see, the whole thing is this. Wow. Um, you do something here in any part of Asia, you are putting your people at risk, yeah. be it black yeah. or white. It's, it's just like that. If some white guy comes here to misbehave, they will make a law for all foreigners. <laughs> For sure, for sure, <laughs> you understand? Uh -huh. So we, we have to get it straight because if they single out the Canadian, the Embassy of Canada will, will, will say something. Absolutely. But if they, they single out the black, it's like you don't even have an embassy here. Who is going to talk? So I don't blame them. I just understand the situation. Uh -huh. So um, I feel like the, uh, the China issue, for, for example, uh, the, the president of Ghana spoke to the Chinese ambassador a few days ago in Ghana and said, hey, we understand your people are more treating our people. Uh, please get, get back to work and solve this issue. You understand? Because they have an embassy in Ghana and we can also do the same to them. Uh, uh, our president actually spoke to him in plain words. Like we could also take the law into our hands, get your people, you know, to in a very strong, you know, language. Yeah. So in this case, we feel like, you know, we, we are partners with China. We don't feel like we, we are servants, you understand? Uh -huh. So our president could talk to him, uh, I mean, in, in plain language. But in a case where you, you always, you know, uh, kind of uh, seeking for funding from them, you cannot be that, that kind of voice for us because you, you're going to lose a lot, you understand? So yeah, yeah. If, if Blacks begin to maximize our potential, mm. let's say Mark, Mark Zuckerberg is a, is a Black, uh, there is no way ties will hate Blacks, you know, because they know he can, he can bring some investment here, you understand? Yep. Uh, not until we begin to maximize our potentials, we should be ready, we should conscientize ourselves, we should just psych ourselves up that we're not going to be treated, you know, like the others. And, you know, it's, 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 it's true, right? It's true. It, it hurts, but that's the truth. That's the truth. Right. And that's, you know, and to top that off and to top this off, you know, I remember back in 2013, 14, 15, the advertisements around Bangkok, it was always about skin whitening. Turn yes. your skin white, turn your skin white, turn your skin white. But then when Netflix became popular, probably yeah. towards the beginning of 2018, 
and then Black Panther came out. Yes. And especially Black Panther, because yeah. even referring back to what had happened at the beginning of this year, I met this gorgeous girl, you know, short hair and everything at the gym. And, you know, she's, you know, I'm talking to her about a lot of things. She's like, oh, I traveled to Africa. She had a Black Panther themed birthday. The yeah. year before, and I'm like, oh my God, because I saw her pictures on Instagram. She's yeah. over here at Malawi. She's over in Kenya. She's in Ethiopia. She is just mesmerized by that. So, so, so that, that, created that, that kind of, that kind of tells us that they don't actually hate Africa. They don't exactly. actually hate blacks, mm -hmm. but show them something, you know, something good. Um, I've had people travel to Africa because of me, just because of me. They want to go and see, you know, I was at home one time and one of my old students called me, teacher, I'm in South Africa. I said, what? She said, uh, I, I wanted to just come and, and see how Africa looks like. I said, yeah, but you should have told me. She said, that place is not safe. She said, oh, but I'm happy here. I've got like a good reception and I thought I'll tell you. I said, wow. So I realized that, okay, let's assume she had a good impression of South Africa. I think she's coming back to tell her family, oh, it's not as bad as we think. You understand? But if she experiences any robbery, any kind of attack, then it's worse. Uh, so for me, I just feel like we should sit up as, as people, you know, and, and know the, the, our strengths. You understand? We should know our strengths, use it well, and nobody will hate you for, for being who you are. I, I've not experienced any extreme racism. I haven't in my life. But that doesn't mean that uh, people are not experiencing it. People are experiencing it because others have caused, uh, you know, even in Bangkok, when I, I'm walking behind, any, let's say Thai, any Westerner, what they do is they move their backs forward. You understand? But I always know that I, I sometimes, you know, let me tell you, I once helped an American. He was out of job and I said, hey, I have a, a big house. I, I was living outside Bangkok. You can come and live in one of my rooms. And he said, hey, God bless you, man. I'm so happy. I picked him from Carlson Road. He was drunk and, you know, I spoke to my agent and my agent got him a job, okay? And so he stayed with me for two to three months before he could sort himself out. But one day I was coming um, home from, I think, town. I went to Bangkok to do something. And the ties were telling uh, the others like, oh, this is the guy who lives with, uh, they, they try to make it look like I live with him, you know, but I was pissed off because oh my I had by then uh, been there for like three years. They knew that I was there for three years and this guy just joined me for three months and I was thinking, what on earth? Like, how, how could you think that I'm staying with him? Because you know me, I've been here for a long time. This restaurant, I've been eating here like, but they just thought like I lived with him. To the ties, it's not possible that uh, a Caucasian will live with a black. <laughs> but okay, right, right, right. for me, uh -huh. I was not pissed off because I knew myself. Yep. Okay. Exactly. I sometimes, exactly. feel, yeah, I sometimes feel like I'm even, you know, richer than some Caucasian. So I don't care about that. Once you show your card and I can show my card, there's peace. You understand? So we need to kind of upgrade ourselves. Even people could look down on you, but once you prove yourself, then they feel like, oh, mate, sorry, I, I thought <laughs> maybe you, you were a thief or something, <laughs> but uh -huh. sorry now, I know you're not. Uh -huh. that, that for me is cool, you know, once we kind of upgrade ourselves, you know, have like good lifestyles, people will change their perception. They will change their perceptions. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. Do you know yourself? So this is the biggest takeaway from this podcast, people. Yes. When it comes yes. to opinions, like I've had people comment on my YouTube and the guy had really poor grammar. I felt bad for him. He was like, first commentary, 
so sad. But I think yeah. he was trying to say, oh, I'm the first comment on this video. And I'm like, okay, um, this is weird. You're yeah, it, it looks like... like yeah. I laughed and I was like, okay. And then another guy was like, bro, you should stop doing this. And this happened like within a 24-hour period. And I'm like, I looked at his videos and it's Donald Trump, but as Shrek. So he has a mm -hmm. green face and he looks like, and I'm like, yeah, okay, thanks, Donald Trump Shrek. Okay, yeah, thanks for your opinion. Um, that stuff doesn't exist to me. You know what I mean? Like, do you know who you are well enough to whereas someone gives you an opinion and says, oh, you're this, you're that, and say, um, no, I'm not, but thanks for including your opinion. But, but you know, the other side of it is that he's not doing it to only your videos. Yeah. Look, I have a, a Thai friend. Uh, her boyfriend is Australian. Uh, she speaks very good English. She's beautiful. She's, she's got everything, but she's from the northeastern part of Thailand. And she told me last time, Afari, I put up, I put a video on Facebook and some guy just commented like a whole page, like a very long page of comment. Like, yeah, your tie is not, you know, that good. You sound like somebody from, you know, and they mentioned that Northeast. when you are putting out a video like this, you should know that people are going to watch it and you should improve your tie before you do this video <laughs> and all that. She was so sad and I said, hey, don't worry. You are not the only one he's doing this to. I think he's doing it to himself too. He is, he is. You understand? He's been rejected. There are people yep. like that. Mm -hmm. They bully people, not only blacks, they bully all kinds of people on internet. So when you are putting out something there, you should psych yourself up. You have some negative comments. Yes, mm -hmm. every day when you wake up, go and check have I uh, received any negative comment? Be, be expecting it. You should, you should expect it. And when somebody comments, it's not a problem because yeah. you, you thought somebody would do it. <laughs> you understand? It's like the transformation yes. coach said, you get exactly. something and if it's not to your liking, thanks for sharing, delete, delete, delete. Exactly. I don't respond to them. They don't deserve exactly. a response. Yeah. They're doing this because it's a cry for help. It's a cry yeah. for help. They search, need help. Such people may not even have a good lifestyle. Exactly. They may be like on exactly. drugs or, yes. you know, this kind of, yes. uh, you mentioned Trump and all that. For me, it doesn't work. You understand? Um, Trump is not an issue. He didn't tell anybody to come to your page and comment on it. You know? Right. Yeah. But the, it's, it's a nature. You understand? Yeah. People have this attitude and yeah, of course they, they are aligned to some kind of political affiliation, but that's not a problem. What I, I want to say is that there are, you know, people of this caliber of this nature all over the world. You understand? And they came to comment on your video. You, you, you may not have the eye to see other videos they've commented on because they don't see anything right with, other people all they see is themselves but sometimes they they are empty they don't have much in them so uh you know i once um uh i i kind of was looking for a job i was looking for a job and uh, i had this friend from uh, i think latvia or hungary I, i've forgotten the country uh, i helped her it's a lady i helped her to find a job and I was still working, but I wanted, you know, a better one. So I kind of shared my feelings with her, like, oh, I think I would like to have a better job than what I'm doing now. Yeah. And she told me, Afari, I don't think you can get anything better than this because, you know, the job I have now, I got it because I'm white. And she told me that. <laughs> and uh, I think she thought she was actually coaching me, right? But Anyway, I took it in a good faith because, yeah, and, you know, few few years ago I got had a job, and now I only asked her like, is it, I, is your place like, you know, are you looking for any teacher or is there any vacancy? That I, 
she said, oh, I got it because I'm white. You know, it's not for you like that. And I sucked it in. I was nice to her. I smiled. Listen, her school is directly opposite Edufirst, Ramanai branch. Helen, Helen Doran. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but um, I think this uh, school that she got didn't work out for her. So she, now she moved to this uh, Helen Doran. And the first time she saw me like coming to the Ramanai branch, she was like, oh, do you work here? And I, I was like, oh, it's not only for whites, right? <laughs> you know, anybody could work here. I think she was surprised, like, what are you doing here? <laughs> this is not your level. When was but, that? How many years ago was that? Oh, just like three years ago. Oh, wow. Okay, that's still recent. That's funny. Uh, and she, she's not Thai. She's not Thai. She's from Latvia. Yeah. Uh, I think Hungary. I'm not sure. Wow. But it's, it's, we have people all over the world like that. So yeah. what you have to do is to just know yourself. And exactly. prove yourself, you understand. Mm. Um, people will respect you once you you don't need them. <laughs> you, yeah, you prove yeah. that you don't need them, uh, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 gonna solve the whole thing. Uh, let's look at uh, how we were able to come on Zoom. You remember they mentioned we're going to teach online using Zoom, right? Yeah. And I've always asked myself. Uh, if you were having problems with Zoom and the others were not, you know, uh -huh. uh, it would have been, you know, a different, you know, scenario. Yeah. But you can get on, I can get on, we can use it. And the rest are saying, oh, Zoom is not good. Let's change it. Let's go to, you know, I saw one teacher trying to do that, but for me, it's not an issue. I just feel like. If you change the platform, I will, I will be able to get on that one too. So that's like yeah. change in perception. So again, exactly. people in the same room, yeah. right? In the same Zoom using the same platform. One, one says it's okay. The other one says it's not. See, life is based on perception. And you exactly. not to accept the limited beliefs of other individuals. Oh, I got this job because I'm white. I got this. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay. You know, I had a, a run-in not too long ago. Uh, a place wanted me to do a teaching demo. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't do those anymore. Yeah. If you want my demo, I could send you the videos of teaching at the biggest companies in Thailand. Or you could check my ESL podcast that has 100,000 plays and downloads. Uh, and then after that, goodbye and all the best, uh, you know, in your search for a teacher. You know what I mean? Because it's not that I have power. It's not that I'm coming from a place of arrogance, but I'm coming from a place of dignity and self-respect. If you uh, the whole thing is, you don't need you don't need this prove. this job to you know to survive. I just want you know any black person wherever you are, just feel like maximize your potential. Get get something good out of you. I mean, bless the world with something good. You know, you should. You should kind of exhibit some kind of goodness. Oh. And people will change their perception about you. Yep. You understand? Um, uh, um, some Westerner was coming for an interview, right? A Western person was coming for an interview. He met me outside and he was like, hey, mate, um, I want to go to, and then he mentioned the place. And that was where I was working, you understand? He was very nice. He called me mate, right? Yeah. And so when he came in and he saw that I was working there, he just walked to me and he said, hey, I'm coming for an interview. What do you think are the possible questions I could be asked? And blah, 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 right? So when he finished the interview, my boss walked to me and said, hey, what do you think about the guy? I said, he's perfect. He's good for the job. You understand? Yeah. Because he, he treated me like a human. Not not in this building, but he met me outside and he was nice. So the next week he started working and he told me, oh, uh, the big boss said he gave me the job because of you. <laughs> and I, I said, really? Why? Why did he say that? So he said, yeah, he said, you recommended me. You said, 
yeah, you, I'm a good person or something. I said, oh, I didn't know, <laughs> you know. So life is, you know, you never know how we, I mean, you could help, you know, another person. Just know yourself. Just know yourself and be yourself. Mm -hmm. Be yourself. Man. The whitening cream cannot change my, my you know, it can change my skin, mm -hmm. but it can change my personality, you know, my, my real me. Uh -huh. Whitening cream cannot do it. You understand? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. skin doesn't change the person. A person, the exactly. character, the personality, who you exactly. are inside, that never changes. Exactly. I was reading a book, a, a Christian book, and it says, um, your character is influenced by your belief. Yep. Absolutely. So if you have a positive belief, you put out a good character. Right. Uh -huh. Yeah. So... Let's welcome all ideas. They may be negative, they may be positive. Let's take let's take all in, uh, improve ourselves, you know, as people. Uh, we we will I, I would say that nobody hates me in this world. No. Uh, I mean people are not racist. Uh, they just don't know enough of me. I like that. Mm, they just so, don't know enough yeah. of me. I love that. Yeah. So once you show them, okay, uh, I'm this person, uh, they, they kind of get closer to you. Right. Uh, they get closer to you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, sorry, man. Yeah. So many great things. So many great pointers in this podcast. I just want to say special big thank you to you for coming on and, uh, Sure, so much, man. This is definitely one of the best podcasts of any African nation I've had thus far. Oh, well, Kenya, I've had another amazing <laughs> podcast. Oh, Guinea. Actually, I've had yeah, oh, an amazing that, podcast with my that, husband. That, that, that was racist. That was <laughs> racist. <laughs> it's a racist statement. <laughs> you have to withdraw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but normally, there's such a great bond, and there's so much good, valuable material when I bring on any of my folks from the motherland. So I just want to say thank you so much for spending time on this podcast, man. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this wonderful podcast. Again, no shots given to any of the places we've mentioned. This is basically from our personal experience. I think it was an unbelievable journey, but a journey that is, is, is part of the transformation of a human being. And again, not sweating the small things. Yes, there were things that were done to me that I have forgiven, but at the time was unforgivable. But I've learned throughout this entire process about human beings, about transformation, personal development. I began applying it. And because of this situation, the, COVID, the, the pandemic that is happening right now, I transformed the way I think and the way I view life. And now I realize all the things that I've been through in this country, it was for a reason. So, in saying that, guys, man, I hope you enjoyed this. And if you guys have any other questions, please let me know. I'm your host, as always, over and out.